0: do okay we are golden okay go. yeah yeah so group project people giving you the blues
1: yep yeah
0: it's due tomorrow <laughs> ain't that always the case it never changes whether it be grammar school high school college it never changes yeah there's always a, a weak link In the group project chain. I don't know why. It just always goes down that way. Yep. It's just really annoying. Yeah. But whatever. I mean, I I guess the reason why they continue to do this sort of thing is because it's supposed to teach us a lesson or something about people letting you down in the workplace, possibly. I'm trying to silver lining this. I mean,
1: (laughs) no, like I understand the core idea is... You know, you're going to have to work with people. Learn to work with people. But I'm like eh. Okay, but you're making our lives hell.
0: That's stop. true. That's true. I feel like as I don't I feel like not as much pressure should be put on group projects like
1: Yeah, I don't mind I don't mind necessarily doing them, but it's such a large portion of the grade. That's when I'm like fuck this.
0: But, yeah, and it's not unique to this scenario either. It seems no. like that's the case more often than not.
1: Yeah this is, this is also a really stupid group project mm. Like we have to write a paper together
0: Oh That doesn't sound good in any situation
1: But you're not allowed to divide it up into parts
0: That doesn't make sense How else it can you write a paper together?
1: Yeah I don't know I Wow Exactly
0: Okay Well yeah, good luck so I hope it works idea. out <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it's looking better.
0: Oh, man. I mean, there's got to be a low bar, too, as the professor. you got to be like, yeah, I couldn't do this with anybody. Let's see how far they get, and we'll give them, you know, points for trying. It can't be perfect. There's no way. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. So I was explaining to you earlier, I'm am in a I'm in a weird place right now. I'm in a different room. There's so much sensory overload right now.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: I usually record, um, like off to the, uh, to the home office, uh, which is part of the dining room in our place now, the dining area, uh, you know, and it's, it's usually cool because it's kind of like compact and I don't get too much bouncing off the wall sound wise. But now I'm in the office, which was initially intended to be where I record this sort of stuff. And I, I did a a good chunk of cast today in here, but now I remember why I changed. And it's because, man, there's just so much to see in this room. It's so distracting.
1: <laughs> oh. Yeah, I just live in that existence all the time. Oh. I'm distracted by everything. Okay. So, <laughs> like, everything distracts me. So I'm just like, okay, yeah, that's that sounds like life. Okay.
0: It's like cool. I'm a kid in a candy store and all the candy is mine. Because, like, yeah. I'm looking to my right. And there are the five Lego sets that we always talk about that I never put together. Yep. And then there's the the wall of, of masks from various things. Mm-hmm. There's Transformers sitting over here, statues, my my light up green lantern ring display that I don't think I've ever showed you before, shown you before, Robin. I don't think so. Yeah, it's pretty raw it's pretty awesome. Um there was a comic what do You shop. have. What's that? Sounds vaguely familiar.
1: I maybe you have, or maybe I just saw it when I was working in like the comic shop. Because I remember that, but I don't remember if it was necessarily yours.
0: Yeah, that might have been around, like, the time that that was in comic shops. Yeah. Because this was um one of those JLA Trophy Room prop replicas they were marketing it as. That's that's the, the brand or whatever. And so they had, like, Batman's Batarang, his utility belt. Mm-hmm. It was heavy on the Batman stuff because he's got the most stuff. You know? The Batman. The Batman, yeah. yes. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I, uh, I always have a lot of stuff around. I'm pretty fairly organized. I know where things are, but I definitely have all of the stuff, basically. I've had things happen on the show where, like, I was playing with a coin or something like that, and I drop it. Like, yeah. And you're like, what the fuck was that?
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, now, in particular, I'm distracted because it's Star Wars Day, you know, May the 4th. It is. And yeah. I'm looking at this poster for uh, Rogue One. And I don't quite remember how you felt about that one.
1: Oh, uh, it was okay.
0: That yawn said it all right there. That was perfect no, timing. No,
1: was unrelated. I'm just <laughs> tired. I got up very early. I had to go to, anyway, it
0: was a, a whole thing.
1: Anyway, oh, yeah. um, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. I Did not love it as much as everyone else. I have realized that the main thing I like about Star Wars is the lightsabers.
0: Mm. Okay.
1: That movie had a severe lack of lightsabers.
0: That it did. That it did. So. I
1: realize that's kind of fucking stupid, but
0: <laughs> I'm like,
1: when are you gonna when are you gonna play with the light swords? No, like, I mean that's. That's what I
0: want. You want to see a movie about space samurai, and now all of a sudden they're dealing with, like, the people who live in the towns that have nothing to do with the samurai whatsoever, except one yes, guy who's 100%. kind of a samurai, I, but he doesn't have a real light sword. I, I get it. I totally understand what yeah, you're saying. Yeah,
1: I from. love... Uh, yeah, I'm definitely, like, a samurai. Like, that. that is the type of vibe that I love to watch. Mm-hmm. So... Those are the things that'll sell me for sure.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I, I get yep. why why dudes in particular like blammed onto it initially because you know it, this was supposed to be the dark and gritty side of the Star Wars universe they've they've yearned for for so long. I
1: yeah, and I think a big thing too is, <laughs> um, you know, it's the technology side that uh, guys seem to be obsessed with like the ships and the. The guns and I'm like Obi Wan where he's like so uncivilized. I don't like the guns. I, I really don't give a shit about the guns. Yeah, we
0: get enough of that in real life. But Yeah,
1: know. yeah. I'm just like, no, I'm done with this. Like this doesn't really require that much skill. That little child Anakin fired off plenty of guns and that ship, so whatever, fuck you. Yeah. Um I, Yeah, I, I'm not a I'm not a big fan of I don't care about the flying I don't care. Like I, I just so a lot of the stuff that's, like, for me, the secondary part about Star Wars, that's mm-hmm. not the, like, fucked-up family drama. <laughs> yeah. It's not the the samurai lightsaber story is Rogue One. So I liked it. I thought it was very well done. Mm-hmm. It, and it might be, like, story-wise and how it was made and stuff, I'd have to watch it again. But, like, I've heard arguments for it being the best Star Wars movie.
0: Uh, that's just... You can't... I mean, I, I feel like that's unfair. I, I, you know? I, I mean,
1: I understand that, but I also think, like, yeah, it's very well made. I can't argue with, you know... With taste. How well done that movie is.
0: Yeah, but I mean, just just by calling it... It's, a, it's, it's derivative of what it's supposed to be about. Like, there's no way that it can possibly match the original, the source material, because it is part... of the it's 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 derivative of the source
1: i will say that i saw that that movie in theaters um after carrie fisher died
0: oh yeah
1: and i saw it by myself oh no and the end sequence i did not know was going to happen Mm -hmm. i was not spoiled about that i'm spoiled about everything else apparently but not that young leia would show up Mm -hmm. and that fucked me up man
0: yeah yeah I haven't seen it since that first viewing. And yeah. I I wonder if that's why. You know, I, I know there were a lot of things about it that people had issue with and all, but
1: it was very emotional to watch that movie mm. knowing that Carrie Fisher had died and that Carrie Fisher died young too. Like oh, yeah. by by today's standards, she was way too young, you
0: yeah, know? Very true. Very true. You know, even even the folks that live the hardest lives, the rock stars and stuff like that, yeah. that's that's still young by those standards so um yeah i mean i i I can't see how rogue one's the best one but I, i i i can see the argument for it i guess it's just it's a it's a weird take for someone who proclaims to be a star wars fan to say that's the one for me like nah all right i don't think you're a star wars fan i think you're a fan of special effects and interesting stories but i feel like the crux of star wars is that like is the uh, the the skywalker mythos you know the saga there
1: i don't i I don't know if that's fair hmm. honestly okay I don't think that's fair I think that it's one of the first examples of Star Wars being bigger than the S- Skywalker saga. Hmm. so I think it is of like if that's your favorite I think that's fair to say like you're buying into this universe okay. it doesn't have to be Skywalker related um I I don't agree with it's your favorite, you know. Like, I, if someone said that, I'd be like, okay, cool. Like, it's not mine, but whatever. I just, eh, I don't know. At a certain point, they're gonna have to separate themselves from the Skywalker stuff, mm-hmm. and I feel like Rogue One was the first real crack at that, and mm-hmm. they did a great job. And now we have the Mandalorian because of that.
0: Now it's like, okay, it, it has a lot. Okay, it has a lot in common with the with the alien franchise in that way because they they build it up every time that they go one of these divergent paths to be like yes this has nothing to do with the skywalkers and we're finally forging a path away from that story and then it's like oh hey let's throw that cgi leia in the end or hey i know uh Mandalorian, let's, uh why don't we have, uh, you know, uh Luke show up there at the end of yeah. that. you know? It's like there's always the one little thing, just like that xenomorph that shows yeah, up at the end cool. of uh, Prometheus, you know? Spoilers mm-hmm. for Prometheus, I don't know why.
1: Prometheus yeah. sucks, man. I saw that on my birthday. <laughs> one, and, and, like, that was my birthday movie for that year, and I was like, this year's gonna fucking suck, isn't
0: it? <laughs> I thought it was okay. It was... It's another situation for me where it's like it's an okay movie. It's not a great Alien movie, but it's an okay movie.
1: It was creepy and long and oh yeah, it was long. What are you doing? And then the sequel was somehow even worse.
0: The like, sequel was I, worse, I, yeah.
1: How? Well, they they did it.
0: They Lock. they did it because again they tried to serve too many masters with that. Yeah. And here we are with uh, Alien point five, and no thank you. Yep.
1: Oh, just make a fucking alien movie Yeah. or if you weird you know whatever
0: Prometheus was before the alien factor if you really want to get depressed <laughs> check out all this... the various cameos that like they've tried to tempt um uh, what's her face Sigourney Weaver to come back as Ripley for movies mm-hmm. that have nothing to do with the alien franchise just to put that button on it like um I think even in Alien versus Predator, they were going to try to have her show up.
1: That would have been cool.
0: I don't know. I feel like that would have been kind of hackneyed, especially after the way, like, if, Alien I 3 mean, ended and then
1: I Requiem. Think, yeah, I think that after they managed to do it right with the new Halloween film okay, with Jamie Lee Curtis, I think they could pull it off. Mm-hmm. But it has to be the right people involved with it. Yeah. I think it's possible.
0: It is. I I really do think it's just her being like, "No, this sounds dumb." Every single time because Which
1: is what she should do. If it doesn't sound right to her, yeah. like that was the big thing with like Jamie Lee Curtis. She, she actually it was like Jake Dillon Hall who convinced her he had worked with the director and he's like, "Hey." Oh. Or maybe it was a screenwriter. Uh and that's uh that's her godson. Jake Dylan Hall's ah, her godson.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: And so she was like, "Oh, okay. Well, let me meet with this guy or whatever." And then she loved it and came back.
0: That's <laughs> like, cool. It
1: was like, "Oh shit, we got a movie." Yeah.
0: <laughs> that is cool. But I think about all the times that like Arnold Schwarzenegger has been involved with the uh, the Terminator
1: yeah, films
0: yeah. after no, T it, two, and it's like, uh no.
1: It's that's perfectly fair. I I'm just saying it, I think it can be done. It's mm. just it, it's tricky. For sure, it is, and I respect Sigourney Weaver going, no, no, that's not right.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna go over here and be a blue cat instead. Don't mind me, goodbye,
1: oh yeah, that's the right the right move fucking avatar i I can't do it, I can't do
0: it. I mean, it sucks, and I know that I know how we feel about it. I know you're not a fan, I'm not a fan, but she made the right choice. She went and did that blue cat movie and made tons of money off of it
1: did she have anything off the back end of that i would
0: hope so especially the fact that her ex-husband was involved it's like man look you're gonna make oh, I me forgot spend about
1: that they were married right you're
0: gonna make me spend all this time with my ex-husband he's gonna have to dress me up like a blue cat she better have been making money hand over fist that had to have been like a very appealing deal for her to come come through for that you know
1: yeah you're right okay well it, the start okay so, we're still dealing with Star Wars Day. Yes. Um, the One of the big news stories for today was Disney Light. unveiling this lightsaber. Yeah. Uh, real, quote-unquote, lightsaber or whatever. <laughs> what
0: the
1: fuck? How did they do this?
0: So, somebody on Twitter spelled this out a while ago because this was actually leaked. And you and I were talking about it through the uh, Lex and Matt Discord Discord channel a little bit. And Mm -hmm. just how the Disney Imagineers are going to be the ones to figure this out. So they've had the Star Wars property for a few years now. And you better believe this was probably one of the first things that they tried to accomplish once they got this property. Like, how can we improve on this lightsaber? They've got all these replica sabers. They've got battle-ready lightsabers that light up. They make the sounds. What can we do as Disney to make it better? So they have one now that actually lights up as it comes out of the hilt. And the effect is it's like magic. It's, it's, and it does come
1: out of the hilt completely. Yes. Like it is, it is in the hilt. And then it, it, I mean, it looks like a real lightsaber. Right. I will say that based on the video, I don't know if it's because it's a woman holding it or what, it looks like a very large
0: hilt. It, it does. I was going to say, I was going to say the similar thing. I was going to say the, the actual saber part of it looks very short. Yeah. You know, com- compared to yeah. the hilt itself. So yeah. maybe they're still kind of kicking around how to work on that oh, one yeah. a little bit. Hopefully. Cause you know, you've seen those toys at like circuses and carnivals and stuff where they have like the lightsaber in quotes and it's like, a really short-looking laser sword sort of deal. It's like, all right, I guess that'll get it done. But anyway, what we saw on Twitter uh, a couple months ago was um, the same technology that goes into, like, a tape measure is Mm -hmm. utilized in this um, idea. So there's something that uh, rolls up, something Mm -hmm. that is, is, uh, you know, compact that rolls up into the hilts of the actual lightsaber, but somehow, it also refracts light, so it looks like it's lighting up. Um, it's seamless in as much as it, it doesn't look like there's any gaps in there. All we've seen is this 13 second video of this woman, uh, turning on the lightsaber, but it, it just, it looks amazing. And it does. I'm excited.
1: How much do you think this thing's gonna cost?
0: Oh man, you're not walking out of there for less than a hunch. No less.
1: What? That is. Criminally low. Dude.
0: You, you think and that's there's low? There's no
1: way this thing. Oh my god, this thing's gonna be at least five hundred. Well,
0: how much? Okay, all right. So. Uh,
1: okay, let's look up the custom lightsabers at Disney. Right,
0: just the hilt that you can buy that comes with the actual part you screw into it, right? The bulb, I guess.
1: Uh, lightsabers at Galaxy's Edge.
0: Mm-hmm. Now this is also this is also taken into uh regard that. You're getting the experience of building and customizing your own lightsaber right there at Galaxy's Edge, so that goes into the cost too.
1: Yes, it does. But let's uh, uh I gotta write cost as well because it's just promoting it. <sighs> Hilt's range from 130 to 140 dollars. Okay. They come in a case. Blades are sold separately for forty nine ninety <laughs> nine.
0: So I wonder if you change so your mind. You can, can you come so back? You,
1: so it's two hundred it's gonna be two hundred bucks okay. for this lightsaber. Right,
0: right. So I'm thinking
1: It's gotta be at least five hundred, dude.
0: I'm I, thinking I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful it. that the cost of these Like, okay, so you're you're trying to offset the development cost, obviously, but it's Disney, so they can funnel that through something else. However, I feel like they want to get as many hands on this as possible, especially if it's a quality device. So I'm thinking they're going to eat some of that cost, at the very least. Also, I'm thinking that because it's not as solid as the hilt and and everything that you get uh, from Galaxy's Edge normally that uh-huh. it's not gonna cost as much. I'm thinking that the parts are gonna be cheaper. But who knows?
1: Who knows? Um this says that they raise the prices on the the Galaxy's Edge ones. Let's see. The price has jumped to two hundred and twenty dollars for lightsaber. Jesus.
0: That's that's just that's twenty dollars
1: more than before. That's that's including like the blade, it sounds like. Okay. Every like like the whole thing. Yeah. So that's what you're you're like a hundred bucks. I'm like mm, I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it. Yeah. I, I think it's gonna be way more.
0: That's just pie in the sky. That's that's wishful thinking. But um
1: I also a long time for it to get out there to us because they're saying right now it's just going to be imagineers using it
0: Mm, okay yeah i want to take a good look at one of those and you know because it's it's the cast members at disney using them we're not going to get any like found footage of somebody just like hey let me show you what goes into this thing so that's that's going to be a while yeah yeah very true Um, But it's
1: interesting. How much would you pay for
0: it? I wouldn't pay that much money for it, honestly. Because the fact that it extends from the blade also means that it's not going to be as solid as the other battle-ready lightsabers that you can buy uh, on the market. Yes,
1: the many times that you have battled with the lightsaber, you need to make sure that it's battle-ready.
0: That's the first thing you do. If If you don't have two lightsabers in the same place, and you and your buddy are clashing them into each other, either making the noises with your own mouths or the chip inside is making them make the noise as you clash them into each other. Ewan McGregor famously did that on the set while filming the Star Wars movies himself.
1: Yes. (laughs) Uh,
0: You got to do it. I mean,
1: if it was the same pricing as the Galaxy's Edge one... yeah. And it, they had, the, basically, if they were like, look, this is going to be another option for the Galaxy's Edge one. Mm-hmm. So, let's say $200. I might consider, if I saw it in person and it impressed me as much as the video, Yeah, I might consider dropping, like, 200 on that.
0: That As, helps. as
1: like, a, with the caveat of this would be, like, a birthday present to myself kind of thing.
0: Yeah, yeah that hilt's got to be cool too that can't just be yeah. any old hilt like I, I was talking about them using cheaper materials for it but if you're going to yeah. drop that much money it's got to oh, yeah. it's got to have gotta some metal. weight. yeah yeah mm-hmm.
1: apparently at galaxy's edge you just came out with um leia's lightsaber oh, from yeah. rise of skywalker which i did you know we didn't love that movie but i wish i had leia's lightsaber i that mean sounds
0: cool. yeah movie aside you know, whether you loved it or hate it, just knowing that they designed a lightsaber specifically for Leia that you can buy, and it
1: looks like, it, it, and it kind of looks like Obi Wan's lightsaber. That's like cool. Like it's a, it's a it's got a golden like it, it looks really cool.
0: And I hear it's so. uh it's it's in short supply too. It's only for a limited time and.
1: I think it was for today. Shit. It might have just been today.
0: <laughs> well, I hope the people that got it enjoyed it.
1: Yeah, I'm. I mean, I do not give a shit that much about it. But I think it's cool. I liked seeing the pictures of it. For sure. You know?
0: For sure. Even um, if it
1: was readily available, I would not be spending two hundred dollars on that.
0: Yeah, I mean, I've I've bought lightsabers for people as gifts, like you know the the oh yeah the fancy ones or whatever, just because I knew people who I know people that I don't I don't formally know them. They're still in my life, but <laughs> yeah. folks that are really into Star Wars and it's like yes, we we want. To bash this against things, and my favorite is the purple one, and etc. You know, just stuff like that. It's it's yeah. it's a it was I a great really gift. I really
1: liked Ray's orange lightsaber at the end. I thought that was pretty dope. Yeah, that's
0: unique. That was really unique. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. Apparently, you can get that color at Galaxy's Edge now as well. I saw as I was scrolling through these articles, they added that option. So that's cool.
1: Yeah, I'd imagine they have a lot of colors.
0: I don't know. The whole rainbow, even.
1: Yeah. I want a gay lightsaber. <laughs> Every color. And...
0: There is a third-party um, builder uh, that makes quality lightsabers that you can design yourself from the ground up. Anything you want yep. on there.
1: Uh, oh, I, I totally believe that. Yeah. I would not like to spend that kind of, I, I the, Like I said, the only reason I would consider paying that much for a lightsaber... For this new one is just to play with that technology. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And to, like, that sounds pretty cool, but ever, eh, even then I probably wouldn't even do it. <laughs> it's me.
0: No, see, that's, that's the guilt side coming out right there because I've been in situations nope. where it's like, I'll get something that's high quality. I'll get something that's like, okay, this is a cool prop. This is a cool, uh, you know, discussion piece to have around. And then, I'll end up giving it to somebody that would enjoy it more than me just because it's like, ah, I don't really I, I didn't I didn't like this as much as I thought I would. <laughs> I feel guilty about owning this and somebody yeah, else. Yeah, get... there's
1: a weird like guilt yeah. thing to it. I I'm with you. I'm with you.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. Okay. Uh moving on. Moving on. We have okay. We have weird pop culture news that it's Ben Affleck is in the news and it's specific to his dating life
0: <laughs> now
1: i was going to talk about how the whole saga of i just haven't gotten around to it because we've we've had the live show or the uh Chicago Nerd Comedy Festival show and everything like that jlo and a rod breaking up.
0: Right, right.
1: I didn't care about that. But it it seemed their their Instagram posts were very intriguing because she seemed to imply fuck you toward him. And he posted and I think I tagged you in it so you could watch it, but it was a video that was it was very breakup unhinged Lloyd Dobler. Yes. Look, we've all been there. We've all been there. Yeah. But he's such a high profile person that to see it to see him like playing cold place music mm-hmm. while, you know, putting the camera on a picture of him and J Lo that's like Love Forever or something like that. I mean, it was unhinged, for sure. I was fascinated by that.
0: Well, let me ask you this. Yeah. Do you think that Chris Martin listened to J-Lo when he broke up with Gwyneth Paltrow?
1: I like to think so. Okay. I, I would like to think that.
0: Just bring it full circle. Because it'd be kind of weird if he listened to Coldplay while he broke up with you know, his wife.
1: maybe he was like you know what this is a fucking jam and I wrote it for this very moment (laughs) I wrote it for this moment I knew I'd need it unfortunately here we are
0: I mean hey if Gwyneth can use her own goop products why can't Chris Martin enjoy the music of Coldplay it makes sense yeah there's a whole thing
1: (laughs) there's a whole thing with uh, with J-Lo in particular where I think I, I I know I've told you this okay but i don't think i've talked about it on the podcast guys i'm about to ruin a jlo song for you Uh-oh. uh i mean or make it better in my opinion it makes it better which one uh which is uh jenny from the blog oh my favorite part about that song is when i listen to that song i think of jlo sitting in the studio with her headphones on holding her headphones and like like her head is moving back and forth And she's, she's listening to the song and she's just waiting and she's waiting. And then she goes from the Bronx and then (laughs) waits and waits and waits. I'm from the Bronx. And that's it. That's, (laughs) Because she had to record that separate. All music is recorded in layers. Right. So she had to sit there and listen and wait. I want to hear that. You know how they have the broken down versions of Bohemian Rhapsody and you're like, oh my God, this is a, like a masterpiece. It has so many layers to it. Right. I just want to hear Jennifer Lopez saying, from the Bronx.
0: Release. Release the Bronx cut. <laughs> so she's si- Release
1: the Bronx cut. <laughs> so she's
0: sitting yeah. in the studio Listening to Watch Out now from the beat nuts, and all of a sudden it just strikes her. That's it. From the 100%, Bronx. Yes. From the Bronx. Yeah. yeah.
1: From the Bronx. Like like and she is just yelling it in a weird way. It's it's very intense. She repeats it numerous times. If she did it once in the song, I would be like, Okay, whatever. She does it throughout the song. Indeed. It's fascinating. So anyway. i'm telling you go listen to that song like you can even pause the podcast right now pause us go listen to jenny from the block again (laughs) time travel and
0: listen to listen to watch out now by the beat nuts and then you can hear the inspiration so it tripped everybody out in the hip-hop community when when jenny from the block came out not because it's like oh she's trying to act hard now this is interesting no, it tripped everybody out because just three years prior, the Beat Nuts released Watch Out Now on their album A Musical Massacre, mm-hmm. and it was just a it was a prolific beat in the community. People would sample that, yeah. they would they would rhyme over it all the time, but then yeah. J Lo is like, what?
1: <laughs> yeah it was weird and this, it's good though it's a great song a, that's in my like workout
0: playlist it's a great song and then she got the yeah. most money off of it which was the funny you know the, the funny moral yeah. of the story so J-Lo J-Lo has quite the dating record you know we talked about uh, Michael Pete Shorten a few weeks back and his, 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 his wonderful time I can't remember um, Steve Harvey's daughter's name unfortunately it just escapes me right now yeah. Anyway, JLo.
1: Laura, Laurel, Laurel.
0: Yeah, that's it.
1: <laughs> so, <laughs> so, J-Lo. Okay. This, guys, this all ties together. Yeah. Because this is when things start to get weird. This is the J-Lo
0: cast. No, so,
1: J-Lo and A-Rod break up. Okay. Okay. It seems, the implication seems to be that he cheated or was deceiving her in some sort of capacity, was being unfaithful in some way. Oh my. Okay. So whatever. They broke up, she's scorned, whatever. And she's spotted like getting out of the same car or whatever with Ben Affleck. Oh. So so we're like, motherfucker, are we time traveling? Uh-oh. Is this happening again? They put out a statement being like, we've always been friends. Uh-huh. It's big years. Like, you know, like, they've stayed in touch all these years later. And I'm like, hmm, that's suspicious timing. Okay. He's single. She's single. Probably the first time in a very long time that that's been the case. He was mingle. married for a long time. She was married to Mark Anthony. Uh-huh. And then was engaged to A-Rod for at least a year, a couple of years. Hey. So which I, I'm just fascinated by the idea of cheating on JLo. I'm I'm always It's the same thing with like remember when um that Hugh Grant or whatever cheated on Elizabeth Hurley? Oh
0: what the yeah that mm-hmm. I it, Who cheats on Elizabeth Hurley? It blew my mind. <laughs> I'll just say it blew my mind. So much so you know how you feel like I don't care about celebrities? Let them live mm-hmm. their lives. They're people I have no business knowing about who they date and who they don't. Then I heard about that, and I'm just, like, angry. Like, what the hell? How do you – what? How? Hugh Grant, do you do that? Anyway, continue. Uh,
1: I also will say I want to know who celebrities are dating. So, (laughs) continue.
0: Yes.
1: (laughs) So there's this possibility of a benefer resurgence, which for me was – an amazing little pop culture time travel moment of God remember the early 2000s and how fucking terrible it was Now that's... let's go back for a second like <laughs> it was bad it was bad like the paparazzi were out of control they didn't have direct social media to kind of break that down I really feel like that's made the paparazzi situation a little bit better that laws have helped yeah Um, but I was like Okay, I'm rooting for this. Fuck yeah. Let's let's get them back together. Let's see Affleck all cleaned up again. Oh, wow. Cleaned up he was. You,
0: remember, you think that'll do that? You think? <laughs> I don't know why I sounded like Cleveland he Brown right there. But
1: <laughs> Different with her. He, he looked different with her. That was he was be- not the same dude he was with J-Lo. <laughs> Look up pictures of them together I'm looking right at now.
0: one right now, and yes, yeah. he was younger. It was just before... You know what it was? It was before the sadness of Daredevil had hit him. That's what it was. I think he needs to time travel, like, go back and remake Daredevil and make it good.
1: I would argue he was probably more of himself when he was with Jennifer uh, Garner. Okay. Who I liked. I liked them together. But he had to be an asshole. Yep. And cheat on her. Yeah, he's got addiction. Whatever. Like, um, but... He fucked that up, so I guess J Lo now. I don't know why not.
0: I don't know, but did you see the story just one day ago about these two? And there's there's more Affleck to get to later on. We we've we've got more, you know.
1: Yes, there's a whole other Affleck story. This is an Affleck episode. This is the tip. But what is the what is this other story? This is the
0: tip of the batberg. But um, yes. Apparently, and you know, take this as you will. Well, no, they actually corroborated, but I learned on page6.com, Jennifer Lopez uh, performed the song Sweet Caroline at uh, a tribute, uh, the Vax Live concert to Reunite the World on Sunday. Okay. Now, I'm sure she knows that it, it was an interesting song choice, to say the least, but apparently this is the song that is sang... At every single Boston Red Sox game uh, during, what is it, the the eighth inning, I guess? I don't know. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's like their thing. It's their thing. Yeah.
0: Ben Affleck was in attendance at this this concert. So.
1: I think this is damning
0: evidence. uh I
1: think they're at least hooking up.
0: I hope so. If you're single and you're attractive and you know you want to be with yeah, somebody. Yeah, yeah, just look up. Who cares? Exactly. You're single, you're attractive, you're consenting. Have fun. By all means, put a smile on Ben's face. Put a smile on J-Lo's face. You deserve happiness. I also
1: like, Yeah, I also like the idea of them just being friends. Like, that's sweet, too. Yes. I like that. Yeah. But I'm definitely... Um, I kind of just want to see this happen. Because I don't... Th- By the way, I don't think this is going to be a fucking fairy tale. <laughs> I don't think it's going to end wonderfully. I just want to see what
0: happens. You... <laughs> I just want to see what happens. I love that.
1: <laughs> I, I really do. I just... <laughs> There's, there. Look, I'm not usually this type of person, especially in real life. But sometimes, and, and when they're separated from me, I just want to watch the chaos, and I want to know everything.
0: That sounds like the. It sounds like the first draft of the uh, E Network catchphrase. Watch what happens live. <laughs> watch what happens next. Yeah. I just want to see what happens. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, I just want to see what One happens. I really the, do. Just I, see. Just, I just want to see. I, look, what's wrong with that? I want to see. <laughs> okay, so more on Ben Affleck <laughs> being simple. Yes. Now we get the big story, Holy which shit. was, and I guess I need to look up the name of this person. She's an influencer, a TikTok person. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah,
1: yeah. At ben, you are too old to be fucking someone who is a TikTok star.
0: Well? I mean okay okay <laughs> So <clears throat> look the bar is so low apparently, these days
1: they they're both on Raya which is this is Naveen J Okay Um she's a uh influencer just influencer and she said that she was on Raya, which I I do not understand who can get on Raya and who can't. Let me on Raya. Someone contact Raya <laughs> and let me join Raya because I want to know who's gay. Because I feel like there are lots of people on there. We don't know if they're gay or not.
0: We'll check it out. But they're on
1: Raya and everyone's keeping their fucking mouth shut check it out. about it because they don't want anyone else to know they're on Raya. You're right.
0: This plays into the story, though. Here's, here's the thing about Raya. Yes. One... I didn't know what the hell Raya was until this story. too.
1: Oh, you didn't? Okay. True. Yeah.
0: And this is this is also important. Is yeah. I shouldn't know what Raya is. I shouldn't know who's on Raya. I shouldn't know that Ben Affleck is on Raya. I shouldn't know that this Naveen I, person is on I'm Raya. I'm pretty
1: sure if you get like a blue check mark, mm-hmm. you get you get access to Raya. Well, that's, I think that's how you get
0: Raya. That's fine, but like you were talking about before, discretion is supposed to be the key here. So. I think that after this, we're not going to see as many people on Riot. There's going to be a new uh, dating app for celebrities.
1: I will say discretion is important unless they're in a relationship and then you blow their shit up. That's what you do. (laughs) Be a chaos queen. Fuck them. They deserve it.
0: I mean. So.
1: (laughs) So. Ben Affleck matched with this influencer yeah and she apparently thought it was fake so she unmatched him now i before we get to his portion of this i want to know how you think that it's a scam right on via this very (laughs) elite app why would you think it's not
0: see yeah. Okay. So this, this I, I have a conspiracy I, theory that I'm going to share oh, with you not? after the, the fact. The
1: idea of celebrities swiping on each other yeah. like it's Tinder is, wow.
0: Celebrities and influencers, yes. Um yeah. I have a theory about this I'll share with you later on. But, yeah, it, it, is, it is kind of a weird move. Wait, I want
1: to know the theory. Just tell I'll us just now. I'll just tell you
0: now. So, okay. Yeah. I think this is all just a a, a setup to throw people off the scent. Now now that you've laid out the groundwork of the J-Lo Affleck thing, because you know what? They may be trying to keep J-Lo squeaky clean. in as much as, oh, she didn't leave A-Rod for anybody. She just wanted to be herself. She wanted to rediscover who J-Lo is right now, right? Ben Affleck. And
1: and as we know, she's from the
0: Bronx. Exactly, from the Bronx. So, Ben Affleck, also a hot mess and has been for a little while. He's been kind of circling the drain there. God bless him. I hope yeah. I hope everything works out. But for her to be associated with him right now is not a good look for her in the grand scheme of things. A lot of people would say that. I don't give a fuck. But a lot of people would say it's not a good look for her. Yeah, I think this yeah. I'm,
1: I'm with you on the I don't give a fuck, especially if she was being cheated on or whatever, like, eh.
0: right. And so I, I think this whole thing, it smacks of a, a, a constructed uh, controversy. It feels okay. fake.
1: Yeah, it does. feel That's fake. interesting because. OK, so let's get into why okay. Matt thinks this is fake <laughs> because it cut to so she posted this on TikTok. And then it cut to Affleck, who apparently he sent her a video on Instagram, which I will just add on to you what you're saying. If he messaged her on Instagram in reference to the Raya app, why weren't they just talking on Instagram?
0: Why weren't they just talking on Instagram? Why did she feel the need to just put him on blast out there like that, as if to, like, pat herself on the back saying, yeah?
1: Well... Uh, it's an influence. Yeah. Okay. Like, All right. Point. I, I, that's that's my that's my comment on on that. Point
0: taken. But his response uh, is, is yeah. As...
1: He said he said <laughs> why Naveen? Why did you unmatch me? It's me. That was his response. It's Ben. And it was like a very close up <laughs> video of him. Um. He he has the scruffiness that we know Affleck <laughs> has. Yeah. And he he was very like, hey, hey, why'd you do that? Like it was it was weird. He it was almost like he was doing a Mark Wahlberg impression for a second there. Uh huh. Yeah. Like. And then, um, Affleck wrote in an Instagram post, mm. "Ha, you got me. I'm dating." Um, and then he like, was using it for... And then he used that to talk about, like, a charity, because that's pretty much what he uses um, the, his social media for, right?
0: like, charity stuff. And that's fine. It just feels messy. It feels messy for him.
1: No, it does. It does.
0: Especially if... Okay, I mean, as a celebrity... Uh, and
1: then he asked Raya to, to, like, match donations or something oh, like that. Oh, that's cool. That is cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he basically... He turned it... He spun it, like... Like in a in a way that I think was was pretty good. Yeah,
0: absolutely. I mean, I got no ill will towards Ben Affleck. He he fucked up. I mean, a lot of a lot of people do, you know. Um, he didn't kill anybody. He's he's uh, he's no. he's not racist or sexist as far as we know. So
1: also Jennifer Barker has been very classy toward him. Yeah. Whenever they discuss it and talking about like how he's a good father right. and everything like that. So and they they seem to prioritize being very peaceful and uh, like very good together and taking care of their kids. I will give them.
0: He was living in the guest house after they got divorced just so he could be close by. Yeah. Yeah.
1: They really, it sounds like they really worked hard to create, like keep the family unit of them. Like just evolving it rather than breaking it
0: into pieces. Exactly. (laughs) And then con- yeah. considering considering the facts that A, my man is from Boston, and B, yeah. his brother is Casey Affleck. I think yeah. Ben's doing okay.
1: I would have. I mean, obviously Ben is the better Affleck
0: <laughs> <Yes>. for sure. <laughs> He's
1: had some problematic moments, but from what we know, he didn't. Uh, did he? He he said some shitty things to Hillary Burton, I think, but I don't know if he. I don't think he assaulted her, did he? I don't think so. Anyway, someone someone write in about that because I don't remember the exact details. Yeah. But uh, Casey Affleck has like, supposedly done really bad
0: shit. Yeah, like, he's a piece uh, of shit. Um, so much so yeah. that I know when he was on SNL, people were flipping out about that. Kind of like they're flipping out about Elon hosting this weekend. Hold on one second. Sure.
1: Okay. Um. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, what were you saying?
0: No, I was saying like people were flipping out, uh, when Casey hosted SNL. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And
1: that's. Yeah, and then it was the Oscars that year was a really big thing. Um. God damn it! Hold on, Matt. Okay. I'm sorry.
0: While Lex is away, allow me to take this opportunity to remind you that our portion of the live show from Chicago Nerd Comedy Festival is happening on March 13th, and it will be the home of the first ever Snack Along. That's right. There's still time. You can be part of this. I'm going to release this episode early. Don't hold me to that. I'm going to cut this part out if it still comes out on Saturday morning. So fuck it. Whatever. Anyway. Some of them have already sorry. gone out. Sorry, I had to deal with. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, I just cut <cutting> the promo. <laughs> you're
1: loud <stuff>. uh, <laughs> You're promoting. I'm sorry to
0: okay. interrupt. No, no, no. It's fine. It's fine. You're you're, you're part of this too. So. <laughs> I was just okay. telling I was telling I'm our friends sorry. to come through worked, worked. and and check out yeah. the live show because it matters. Yeah. It does. Yeah.
1: Um, I'm sorry, I lost where we were.
0: We were talking about Casey Affleck and how he's a piece of shit adjacent to Ben Affleck. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, there was controversy about him winning the Oscar and, like, going to the Oscars. So there's a lot of stuff involving Casey
0: Affleck that's, like... Problematic, to say the least. Yeah. Yeah. Him and Leto, you don't want to be in the room. You don't want to be near those assholes, no. no. But...
1: I feel like there's going to be more stuff that comes out about Leto, too.
0: Man... I, n- I don't understand how he's so well protected in Hollywood. You know, if, as far as we know, he's not a Scientologist. He's
1: not even that. Like he's he's not that good. Like I I it's not worth it in my opinion. Right.
0: I mean, it, there's there's no metric of how good someone's an actor, but you know, it, it's like you you can't even see the correlation there of why he's protected so much in Hollywood, you know? Yeah, yeah, it's just it's weird shit. I'm with you. It's weird
1: shit. Uh, yeah, I I I don't get it either. Um, I I don't get either one of them. Although I understand Casey Affleck is a better actor as far as than Jared Leto, but that's that doesn't mean anything. And you know, not there were no real consequences for either one of them, so fuck it, whatever. White men, uh, you know how they do. Seems to be less problematic, but I'm sure there's plenty of stuff out there. I didn't look up what that thing was that I was referring to earlier. Uh but yeah, so so Ben Affleck is a fucking mess. He continues to be one of the most entertaining um like oh, well that's interesting. I just I just looked up Ben Affleck because I wanted to know is there like more controversy or something like that. Yeah. His name, his full name, is Benjamin Gaza Affleck Bolt. Huh. Yeah. He moved to Massachusetts when he was three. His mother is a Harvard-educated elementary school teacher. His father was an aspiring playwright, but mostly unemployed, sporadically working as a carpenter, bookie, bartender, janitor janitor at harvard (laughs)
0: he wrote he wrote for he wrote wrote what he knew awesome
1: yeah i guess he was like a severe alcoholic and stuff like that yeah so yeah um but that's that's not uh not necessary it sounds like his uh his father got clean eventually which is amazing oh cool yeah okay so, I was looking up his possible controversies and stuff like that. God, some of the pictures of Ben Affleck, when you see pictures, <laughs> random pictures of Ben Affleck, you're like, what? what is going on with
0: you? <laughs> like, you all right, bud? You all right? What happened?
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot that he, he was dating that Anna de Armas or whatever for a while there. Yeah, mm-hmm. That was a weird
0: dynamic. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Yeah. Basically, Ben, aside from like J Lo and Jennifer Garner, is a weird dynamic. Mm. You know, I mean, they they both fit his personality at the time so well. You know, I don't know. To me, and I know it's 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 kind of a you know fantasy sort of thing. The idea of two co stars in a film falling in love with one another and then going on to make a life together. It doesn't get any better than that. I feel like that is just such a beautiful story when you hear it. It's too bad that it didn't work out for Ben and Jennifer Garner. Even their names fit together. Ben and Jen, you know, it's just, it's great.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think that, uh, that was like that weirdly. And I, I honestly really don't care that much about celebrity couples, but I thought it seemed like an interesting pairing. Uh, mainly because I like Daredevil.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I do. I like Daredevil. I still like it. Yeah. I haven't seen it in a long time, but I enjoyed that movie. I
0: didn't like the Electra movie. You know? I, I can't say that. No. But, uh, <laughs> no. Like, I feel like that and Catwoman are kind of on the same level, but, uh, they tried. They did try. Yeah. Um, I just found out some breaking news since it sounds like we're about oh. to get into comic booky type stuff. Yeah. Um, uh, turns out that Andrew Garfield was not asked to be in Spider-Man No Way Home.
1: Okay. Well, that was disappointing. Yeah. Thanks for that.
0: Yeah. He says that yeah. he wasn't even given a call on some podcast that he was on called Happy Sad Confused.
1: I was going to say he would totally do it. Is Tobey Maguire been confirmed?
0: No. I mean, at this point no. the the reports that we were reading had them as a package deal. It had them both listed every single time. So now...
1: Yeah, I don't think they're going to have multiple spider I think it's going to be, like, <laughs> the villains, it sounds like.
0: Yeah, and I mean, that's fine. I just... A cameo would have been nice. And I feel like it's... I mean,
1: fuck, Andrew Garfield might be fucking lying, too. That's
0: true. Andrew Garfield yeah. has proven to be way more savvy with playing the game than Tom Holland. Say what you will yeah. about the quality of the Spider-Men. He was better at pretending
1: and he's gotten better he's gotten better he's just very excited he is
0: and I can't blame the dude you know I mean you get to play one of your favorite uh, cartoon characters comic book heroes you know all that stuff but Andrew Garfield like he was around during that time that celebrities were able to attend comic conventions as their character incognito and he totally played it off just 100% it was so cool Yeah.
1: yeah yeah Um so so since we're getting into this comic book news yes. the rumor right now and let's see. So I didn't I didn't check the sources, Matt. So Uh-oh. if this if this ends up being um, <laughs> Illuminati like a, or a,
0: we got to cover shitty
1: shitty source. Oh, yeah. Just don't yell at me. Okay. Uh, it's saying that Daredevil, Jessica Jones, and Punisher are all rumored to return to the MCU, but with a twist. Mm. So, um, the rights to Daredevil, Punisher, and Jessica Jones, as well as other Netflix shows, are back at Marvel Studios, which we know. Um, and then fans have been like, we love these characters playing the parts, though. Yeah. So, like, they went back. So, it's Charlie Cox, John Berenthal, um, they, they've it's says the uh they're possibly going to be returning, but they'll be playing rebooted versions. Interesting. Of this MCU.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: According to the sources, Marvel Studios is looking to bring back Charlie Cox as Daredevil, hmm. John Berenthal as the Punisher, and Kristen Ritter as Jessica Jones, Vincent D'Onofrio as Wilson Fix. Uh, Wilson Fisk, a.k.a. Kingpin, fellow characters like Luke Cage and Iron Fist will be recast.
0: Now that, that sounds believable to me, because of course they would leave out Luke Cage. <laughs> I think the Luke
1: Cage part doesn't make sense to me. Why would you recast Luke Cage but Iron Fist was so controversial and, and poorly reviewed? That
0: makes perfect sense I mean, to yeah, me. nobody had anything bad to say about um excuse me nobody had anything bad to say about mike coulter as luke cage everybody's my only
1: guess be is that they're looking at the numbers that netflix pulled in yeah and they're like ah no that that's the problem it's like no maybe that's not the problem he's not the problem maybe it's the like the way the show was promoted and stuff like that
0: yes i mean luke cage did big numbers for netflix though i'm not i'm sure it wasn't as big as um as as uh daredevil but i I would bet dollars to donuts that the first season of Luke Cage did better than the first season of Punisher. So that is interesting.
1: Yeah, and there – so there have been rumors of Charlie Cox being becoming Daredevil, like, within the MCU for a while. Yeah. There was rumors that he was going to be in Spider-Man No Way Home, mm. or he's going to be in Spider-Man No Way Home. That's where he's going to debut – I just want more daredevil, honestly. And I and I like that Jessica Jones could be coming back and all that. That's cool, but like my big thing is I just want more daredevil.
0: Yeah. Same. Same.
1: So if this is the way we get more of that character, I'm on board.
0: Yeah, I'm fine with it. Um you know, if we have to play dumb and act like we don't remember anything from the show, that's fine because nothing yeah. happened on those shows. That was so earth shattering to the overall storyline of the MCU that it it doesn't, you know, it, it's going to matter. Just like the first Hulk movie. I mean, it, it doesn't matter. Whatever happened in that movie, it happened. And they never have to talk about it in another Marvel movie.
1: Right. I just hope that they allow for Daredevil to be dark. And we've talked about this with, uh, with Deadpool and stuff, too, where it's like, just let it be its thing, you
0: know? Yeah. It doesn't work if he's happy go lucky. I mean, ever since yeah. Frank Miller did the uh, the Daredevil comics, you know, yeah. you just can't put that you can't put that genie back in the bottle. There's no way.
1: No, no, it's it's supposed to be gritty noir Batman esque kind of character. Like that's just that's his vibe. <laughs> so that's how you make it work.
0: Now, I'm thinking of. Right? Uh, of uh, the Philadelphia Flyers mascot dressed up as Daredevil, <laughs> gritty. <laughs> oh
1: my God, that would be pretty great. That'd be a good crossover uh, promotion. I'd watch that. Like like a day when they give away little bobbleheads or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I could see it.
0: So there was supposed to be, and I, I put this in the in the uh, in the Discord as well, and I didn't even watch it myself. But last night there was supposed to be some type of crossover NBA game with the Marvel Universe where Similar to how the NFL did that uh, that broadcast on Nickelodeon and they had people getting slimed and Spongebob as the as the goalpost and everything like that. There was supposed to be some type of Marvel tie-in uh, in a game between uh, the Toronto Raptors, I believe, and the Golden State Warriors. So they released all this merchandise. Um, there was supposed to be some storyline with the Black Panther and Iron Man or something. I haven't heard anything about it since the press release, so who knows if that happened? Who knows if people liked it? Everybody on Twitter is talking about Dogecoin, so I have no idea what's happening in the world right now.
1: I, I have no fucking clue what's happening either. So, <laughs> Dogecoin. I messaged you about Dogecoin. And I was yeah. like, do I need to buy meme coin? And then I just didn't. I really didn't. Right, right, right. I was like, I don't Eh,
0: no, Which, I mean, I'm not going to do that. Yeah, and you know what? I'll say this to you and I'll say this to everybody else as well. Don't let the internet shame you for not getting in on this because if you don't understand comfortably enough to spend your money on on a gamble, basically, because that's all stock market is. That's all stock trading is, and this is ultimately being traded. So what people are buying on Robinhood and on Webull and stuff like that, they're not buying the actual cryptocurrency they're 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 buying what would be considered like stock of it you know this is another yeah. episode of Matt badly explains the stock market even though it's his full time job <laughs> thanks for tuning in yeah. um no but honestly yeah, I don't, you know you see all these stories I don't like
1: gambling either like i don't gamble yeah so why
0: and that was one of the why? first things i told you i said if you're going to buy some if you want to get on on this don't yeah. buy well, I, I said, be be ready to lose the money that you spend on it. That's just it. Yeah, you
1: know, consider it throwing away your money. Exactly.
0: You know, because I know people who are, they're telling their stories online and stuff like, I bought it at uh, a quarter of a cent and now it's trading at 51 cents and I just bought a Tesla today. Shit like that, you know, and people will react and they'll buy it when the stock, you know, the price is super high. And right. then they'll just see it plummet and then wonder what the fuck happened. And how come they couldn't get in on a trend? But oddly enough, Dogecoin has been surpassing expectations and is going nuts. And it seems like it trades the highest in the middle of the night when, when people are usually asleep. So take that as you will. Weird. Yeah.
1: Well, it is a meme currency.
0: That's what they do.
1: We live in the dumbest fucking timeline, dude. Indeed.
0: Indeed we Just do. the
1: dumbest timeline.
0: <laughs> <sighs> yep.
1: <laughs> okay. Uh is there anything else we want to discuss because I just realized my last story here is like a
0: wall of weird oh. type of story. No, I, I I guess that's it. We're just moving right along through this stuff. I mean, yeah. there was some other stuff that happened um in in the comic world, I guess.
1: Oh yeah, oh, yeah. that that trailer type thing premiered Marvel. Yeah. Uh, they announced the Fantastic 4. Will be coming along some point soon. Yep.
0: Mhm. They they did finally confirm that, reconfirm it, I guess, if you want to call it. Um, Avalon. And
1: people were surprised, and I'm like, okay.
0: <laughs> That's happening.
1: Why? It's a property. Um, okay. They dropped the
0: official name of Black Panther two, which is going to be called Wakanda Forever. So, I mean, that just makes we're cry. that makes sense. So much. Yeah. Same. We're gonna cry so much. Yeah. It's gonna be. It's uh it's going to be July of 2022. So next summer y'all okay. get ready. Yeah. Get get your tissues ready. We're going to do something big for that. I want to do something fun with that like I did last time with the uh, Chicago Nurse Social Club. We had all those kids come out and watch it yeah. with us and stuff and it was it was a good time and I think we can um we can share that excitement once again. So let me think on that. Let's see what we can do.
1: Uh, Yeah, I mean, it's so far off that, you know, we can
0: definitely plan something for sure. Yeah, yeah. we got uh, Captain Marvel 2, which is now called The Marvels. So we know that we're going to be getting more of Monica Rambeau from WandaVision. Yes. We're going to be getting uh, 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 Miss Marvel from the comics, Kamala Khan, so that'll be fun. I'm more excited about this one than the first one, because Carol is okay by herself. But now that we're getting the other Marvels involved, we're really going to confuse some people who are thinking they're going to see Shazam or something like that. It's going to be great.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. that's true.
0: There's going to be a lot of confusion, but that, that works in their favor. That's fine.
1: I agree. It looks like
0: it's going to be a lot of fun or it sounds like it's going to be a lot of fun. Is it
1: going to be the same? Is it going to be the same director?
0: I don't know. Okay. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not really sure. Oh, and I guess this is more sad news. Apparently, uh, Tom Cavanaugh and Carlos Valdez are leaving The Flash after Season 7. After the conclusion they of this season. They got
1: it in that show. It's man. time.
0: It's been on for seven years. They really haven't had a firm villain for these past two. It's
1: like, two. When, it's like when, uh, when they lost Felicity on Arrow. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing?
0: <laughs> there are only so many problems you can solve in seven seasons that involve going fast. Yeah. You know, I love the show. Don't get me wrong. I just, yeah, it's time to wrap it up. And if you lose, if you lose, uh, Carlos Valdez, it's really time to go. Cause he's the heart of that. Yeah. show. Yeah.
1: Oh, right. Right. And you know, uh, Grant Gustin's about to have a kid. Like, I just feel like they're, they are going to end the show. I bet it's next season, right? Like they'd have to. Yeah.
0: I mean, I kind of feel like we missed an opportunity with um, Legends of Tomorrow because I thought, well, no, I, not even I thought. that. That's how they pitched the show initially. It was supposed to be the place where all the heroes would team up and, and go on missions that were just bigger than their shows, you know? It, it's mm-hmm. where they were going to go. They were going to have Arrow do supernatural shit over there. And do more ground level stuff on his own show. And that was great. That would work. But along the way, of course, they changed it to be Guardians of the Galaxy, the series, which is fine. It still works. Right. But um, I would love to see the uh, auxiliary characters that we're going to lose from uh, Flash still pop up over there. Even, you know, Greg Gustin himself, if he wants to come and, and hang out over there, that's fine, too didn't have to be on every episode. Yeah, yeah.
1: But, you know. I don't see why you can't do that, you know? Right.
0: Build up Legends. But Legends has been on so long itself now that it has its own lore. It has its own characters and its own plots and everything to the point where that's going to be too much for them to carry that load. It can't be crisis every week.
1: Yeah. I mean, we're, we're enjoying Superman, but I really think these shows are just, they're wrapping up. The whole universe is wrapping up.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I think that's fine. It served its purpose. You know, it was fun. It was a fun ride while it lasted. Maybe uh, Superman and Lois uh, turn off the lights and shut the door, kind of like the end of Cheers, you know?
1: Uh, (laughs) Yeah, I think that 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 will be probably the legacy of that show. And I hope it lasts for, you know, a good five seasons or whatever and is really enjoyable. But, yeah, I think it's going to be the last one.
0: (laughs) It is funny, though. It got there so late to the party. Everybody else is like, all right, well... You have fun.
1: I could see them honestly I could see them moving it over to HBO Max too because now they're doing this Green Lantern show on oh, HBO. That's
0: true. Yeah. That yeah. is true. And then uh where's that Leave Star Girl? She's kinda like the uh the the odd person out in this scenario.
1: Yeah, she could just exist in her own thing.
0: <laughs> yeah, she is on some other earth. I mean So yeah.
1: Same with Batwoman, mm. like yeah.
0: Fine. <laughs> you know what I, hate? Um, I I totally forgot about that woman. I'm sorry.
1: Everyone forgot oh about Oh my that god. Woman. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I think that I actually and I know they put Superman and Lois, they put all of the episodes up on HBO Max and I saw that and I went, "Oh. What does that right. mean?" Right.
0: What does that mean? Uh, you know. I like it. Whatever. Whatever they want to do, I'm with it.
1: I mean, I would love to see them do that and then have crossovers with Green Lantern. That would be cool. Or, you know, they could still air it on the CW, but make it, you know, exclusive streaming on HBO Max. I don't know.
0: you know what? I can't really think of any comic stories we got of Superman and Green Lantern doing stuff, you know?
1: Yeah, and The Flash and Arrow already did the kind of Batman, Superman, dark and light dynamic. Right. So let's play with something different. Let's go to space.
0: (laughs) Ah, Yes.
1: Let's have lots of space stories.
0: <laughs> That'd be a good way to I'd get watch. Clark out of the picture for a few episodes so his kids have to, like, save the world every now and then. That'd be cool. Yeah? I'd watch that. Yeah,
1: yeah. there's a lot they could do like that.
0: Mm-hmm. It'd be fun. Let us in the writer's room, CW. All Come right. on. Yeah. All right. Wall, of, wall weird. of Weird. Let's do it.
1: Yeah, I should be writing that show. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is from w k r g
0: in Cincinnati
1: in Birmingham no uh, in Birmingham Alabama uh,
0: okay that's that's very different okay
1: <laughs> Two former workers at a chick-fil-A restaurant in Birmingham have been charged with defrauding customers what thirty seven year old uh g- Larry James Black jr. And forty year old Joshua Daniel Powell uh came up with a scheme to steal hundreds of thousands of dollars from customer payments. Hundreds
0: of thousands. That's amazing. From a Chick-fil-A. They
1: allegedly they allegedly used fraudulent emails and digital payment accounts to trick customers. Prosecutors say that rather uh that rather than the restaurant, the money went to their bank account, into a bank account that was controlled by the two men. Between April of 2018 and January of
0: 2020.
1: Wow. Wow. Yes. Um, Court records didn't list uh, defense attorneys who could speak on behalf of either man. Uh, Black was a hospitality director and Powell was a former manager at the restaurants. So that's the story. But... (laughs) And I and I, I realize everyone listening is going, I want to know more. I want to know fucking more yeah, too, guys. Yeah, same. I want to know how how they – first of all, they did this for two years. Huh. They were defrauding customers of hundreds of thousands of dollars for two years. This feels like some office space, like microtransaction
0: shit. You know why? Because you motherfuckers put too much faith in Chick-fil-A. That's why. Because they make a passable McNugget or whatever the fuck they have over there, all of a sudden you, you, you let them just control your entire bank account now too? That's on them. That's not on Chick-fil-A. That's on them. It's not on these two dudes. they were
1: using fraudulent email and digital payment accounts to trick customers. Uh-huh. So my thought is were they straight up in a Chick-fil-A <laughs> running credit cards, running credit yep. cards through a scanner? Wow. So like they swipe the credit card, you think it's normal? Um I and I did I I I was listening to the podcast Scam Goddess and someone was saying that their scam that they had done was there would be like gold cards or whatever the fuck like the people have. Uh-huh. And so <laughs> they worked a drive thru at like a Dunkin' Donuts or something like that. And whenever a gold card would come in, they would swipe them. Uh huh. So it would give the customer the old gold card and then go out and spend money with that gold card and then swipe again swap it again keep doing that and basically like not have it be traced back to them because the customer takes the evidence with them kind of mm-hmm. thing of course eventually they're going to see the link to all of them would be a bunch of donuts <laughs> but it sounded like a pretty interesting scam
0: it sounds like they probably found a way to put, like, Chick-fil-A on the transaction. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah.
1: I mean, it's pretty, it, it's pretty great. Like, yeah, and most people don't ask for receipts anymore. Right. So that could have been a thing.
0: And all they had um, to do was do, do you... that, that saccharine sweet that people come to expect from Chick-fil-A. And, yeah, all right, everything's yeah. fine. No problem.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And when they print out they they can even, you know, set it to print out a receipt that says Chick-fil-A, whatever. Like I, you know, why not? So, I just want to know more about this story.
0: I want to give us I want to give a shout out to these men in particular for finally giving us a Chick-fil-A story that doesn't end in homophobia. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you for scamming these yes. customers.
1: I hope that they were lovers. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I really
1: hope that they were lovers and they were getting back at these freaking homophobic uh-huh. chicken people by scamming them out of their money. Wow. While in love. Yes. Yeah, that's.
0: The I story. mean, read between the lines. This is it. This is what happened. This had to be it.
1: They fell in love in Alabama. They full Thelma and Louise, and just fucking. Stole hundreds of thousands of dollars, and now we're going to go to jail for a
0: really let's, long time. Let's let's circle back to that point too. There's hundreds of thousands of dollars running through a Chick-fil-A establishment on a monthly basis. Oh. Hundreds of thousands. And
1: they weren't even hitting up all of the customers. Right. Like you know, they could they couldn't they couldn't because it would be noticeable. You have to do a portion of it. Wow. How much <laughs> revenue? <laughs> <laughs> does uh chick-fil-a generate
0: i mean we've seen people line up for this shit people have camped out overnight trying to be the first person at the new chick-fil-a you know i i guess it's a it's a big thing i guess people really
1: according to chick-fil-a's franchise disclosure documents its standalone non-mall locations make about 6.5 million on average annually
0: that's bonkers
1: So that's what if you're if you're buying a Chick-fil-A franchise, let's figure out how much it costs to get a Chick-fil-A. I think they're really controlling.
0: They got to be. Yeah. You know, and I'm sure with the scam these these guys were running, they had to figure out a way to make the restaurant just enough money to be above board, to not be like the worst performing location in their district. So they wouldn't get found out.
1: Opening a Chick-fil-A costs between $342,000 and $1.9 million, including a $10,000 franchise fee. But unlike most other franchise, franchisers, Chick-fil-A covers all opening expenses, meaning that franchisee are, franchisees are only on the hook for 100000 Oh, that's awesome. I think they take a way bigger cut, though,
0: yeah.
1: of your overall... Um, it says that Chick-fil-A charges a 15% royalty mm. and takes 50% of all profits for franchisees. Yeah,
0: after seeing the founder, all By, of this sounds terrible.
1: Yeah. Like By far the steepest structure of any of them. Wendy's, for example, requires franchises to net a bare minimum of $5, five million with two million in liquid assets, but they do just a four percent royalty.
0: Okay. So let's say that they're on the same path as Wendy's. So your your study initially in this conversation showed that these locations are pulling in six million dollars roughly, you know, and then if Wendy's they expect you to perform at least five million dollars. So say they went like five hundred grand above that, yeah, they could shave five hundred thousand dollars every year. Off the top, nobody knows. Until yeah, I'm looking two years into
1: later. franchise. Well, <laughs> I want to look into more franchise. Guys, are you bored? <laughs>
0: Have you turned this off yet? Well, while you're before you franchise go down that fashion. lane, let's let's plug the live show again and talk about how awesome it's gonna be. Chicago yes. Nerd Comedy Festival, March thirteenth. Wait, is this March? No, May 13th. Forget that I said that part. May thirteenth, seven p.m. Opening ceremony, Lex and that's Excellent Adventure live from Chicago Nerd Comedy Festival. And I say live, and I mean live, because yes, there is a pre-recorded video. However, we will be in the chat with you live. Live. Yes. yes. So it's still it's still honest. There you go. Okay. <laughs>
1: You must have at least $500,000 in liquid assets to open a McDonald's, 750000 to open a Taco Bell, and $2 million to open a Wendy's. Wow. Wendy's thinks a fucking lot of themselves, it's I Some guess. square
0: burgers. They give people some, uh, you know, <laughs> give yeah. you a big head.
1: And then Chick-fil-A is just $10,000, oh. but you're giving away way more of your profits. Yeah. Uh, McDonald's franchise fee is honestly not bad. Um, for forty-five thousand dollars a year. That seems low to me. Yeah,
0: but then you have to deal with the guilt of being associated with with Roy Kroc.
1: Monthly service fee equal to four percent of gross sales. Franchisees must pay rent to the company. I don't know. I feel like that's not too bad. So, yeah, there's no startup costs for Chick-fil-A. Okay. Wait. And it's only a franchise fee of $10,000. So what you read
0: about paying rent to the company, that's a Chick-fil-A thing too?
1: No, no, no. That's a McDonald's okay. thing.
0: Okay. See, I think that's where okay. McDonald's exploits yes. the most is that they own the land.
1: They get. They, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're paying rent to McDonald's. Right, right. I think that's a really
0: fucked up part. Yeah. Bar.
1: Chick-fil-A charges a fee equal to 15% of sales plus 50% of pre-tax profit. That's fucked. How do you make money off of Chick-fil-A? You don't. Everybody like, loses. As a franchisee.
0: Everybody loses.
1: It's important to note that Chick-fil-A pro- prohibits most of its franchisees from opening multiple units. Wow. So that limits their profits even more. So
0: the customers are getting screwed. I will say the this. franchisees, your arteries, everybody fucking loses when it comes to chick-fil-A.
1: Average units in sales for McDonald's is 2.8 million. Average units in sales for Chick-fil-A uh, is 4.2 million. Wow. Chick-fil-A makes more money than McDonald's.
0: And all it took is homophobia.
1: Yeah, yeah. And they're not open one day a week. That
0: too. So, you know.
1: So.
0: The demand yeah. is there. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's.
1: I just want you guys to know that if you want to open a subway, it's not that no.
0: expensive. No. <laughs> <laughs> I got two subways myself.
1: King so. of burgers. Yeah. You
0: know what? It's yeah. fucked up, though. It's like. You want to root for the little guy, but Chick fil A coming out of nowhere and just. Being more hateful yeah. than you know out loud than any other uh, fast food joint it just it it, it sucks man it really sucks yeah.
1: <laughs> okay, so it costs one point nine to three point3 million to start a freestanding Burger King with a franchise <laughs> fee of fifty thousand dollars. They charge an, av- an advertising fee, which is 4% of your sales, and a royalty fee, which is 4.5% of gross sales. Wow. The average burger king makes $1.4 million. I'm good. Taco Bell. And then I will stop because we already kind of talked about Wendy's. Taco <laughs> Bell costs <laughs> $1.2 to $2.9 This includes the franchise fee and other startup expenses such as real estate and construction. The costs are slightly lower, between $175 and $1.8 million for franchises to acquire an existing Taco Bell restaurant. Mm -hmm. They have to have a minimum liquidation asset of $750,000 and a minimum net worth requirement of $1.5 million. The franchise fee is $45,000. Um, it's uh, and then it's got a royalty fee of 5.5 of gross sales and a marketing fee of 4.25 of gross sales, and the average sales 1.6 million. Okay. I realize I'm just label listing off numbers, That's... but this is <laughs> fascinating to me.
0: <laughs> now I'm sure people wonder about this sort of thing, because yeah, you know it. Our, our involvement with them how much do you think... begins and ends <laughs> how much... just going to the drive-through. So
1: yeah, how much do you think Papa John's makes a year? Oh here? shit,
0: fuck Papa Average. John's. I don't know. Uh, Three dollars in the button. I don't know.
1: That is not. Uh... Okay, what about Dunkin' Donuts? How much do you think How much do you think Dunkin' Donuts makes average? No, nope. the average Dunkin' Donuts. I would put
0: them I would put them up in the two million level, honestly, because people are addicted to that.
1: Nope. No? Nope, not even close. They make nine hundred thirty three thousand dollars. They don't even crack a million. No, the average.
0: They have so many people working there all the time. That's crazy. and they're open twenty four hours most of them. They're
1: always busy, but. they are not expensive. I want to say, doesn't Starbucks... They don't franchise. I think they own everything. Oh, I think you're right. Yeah, I think they own all of their shit.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: You can't buy a Starbucks franchise.
0: See, now I want to buy Starbucks because I can't.
1: I kind of love that, though, about Starbucks. I kind of, like... and And I realize Starbucks has a lot of fucked up things going on, but I kind of love that they don't get into that game. Yeah,
0: yeah. Because it's, it's just one way of taking advantage of people. There's no way to explain this away without saying, yeah, that's there to screw the little guy or screw the business owner, you know?
1: Yeah. I guess if you already own a business or a location that can help Starbucks reach a new demographic, you might be able to get a Starbucks at that location. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. But
0: they'll basically buy it from you. Those are what it sounds like
1: yeah yeah and and they're basically like if you want to buy this this article is all about do you want to buy a starbucks franchise you can't do it here's what you can do (laughs) instead and it's like open i swear to god the number one thing is that possibility of like maybe starbucks will grace you with one of their stores and then after that it says open a Dunkin' donuts open a 7-eleven like they are listing off other
0: fucking places. Because you imagine you could yeah, how miserable you'd be? Like, I love Starbucks so much. I love everything they stand for. I want to buy a Starbucks. I want a franchise. I want. And then you,
1: I want to make. <laughs> I want to make one of these for myself. The best I can do is a. Yeah, 7-11. you end
0: up working at a Seven Eleven of all places. Like. Yeah. That is not comparable, article writer. I'm no. sorry. Like.
1: No, it. That's so funny. <laughs> and they were trying to sell like the Dunkin' is better. I'm like. Oh, I wonder if we can figure out how much the
0: average Starbucks store makes. And that's fine. I mean, you know, it's, it's preference when it comes to Dunkin' versus Starbucks. But to go as far to say, yeah, I want a 7-Eleven. People aren't writing manuscripts in 7-Elevens. People are there to get a fucking Slurpee and get the fuck out. Uh, So this, the rough, rough.
1: Translation. It says it would be eight hundred eight thousand per year. Wow. So yeah, it's still lower than Duncan, though. Lower than Duncan. Huh.
0: I wonder how they um rationalize that. Maybe their their valuation is hmm. higher, their stock price. Maybe that's kind of what they rest their laurels on, as far as that goes. I
1: Um, I will say that if you go into some small towns and some areas that are less populated, you are far more likely to see a Dunkin' than you are a Starbucks. They're more far-reaching. Maybe that's because of the the franchising.
0: So Starbucks has room to grow.
1: Doesn't Dunkin' also – yeah, I mean, obviously, everybody jokes about a Starbucks being on every block, but, like, they do – they are still growing. Um, doesn't Duncan also pair up in the same way that Taco Bell's pair up with, like, other places? Yeah, with, uh... I think that helps them.
0: Baskin-Robbins, you're exactly right.
1: Yeah, I think that helps them a lot. Like, you can... And you can also... You can put a Duncan in, like, gas stations and stuff like
0: that. That is... You know what? I think you just... I think you just broke the code right there. You're never gonna find a Starbucks and a gas station, but you will find a Dunkin' no, Donuts. No,
1: Starbucks would never let their brand do no. that. They will take that, like, being, you know, a 100000 almost $200,000 less per store to keep the prestige of not being that.
0: Yeah. Like, apparently, a big part of why Dunkin' Donuts is is so um, just present in some of these small towns is because mm-hmm. they they bought out Mr. Donut back in the 90s. I was watching a fascinating video oh. about this uh, a few weeks ago. They bought out a chain called Mr. Donut. And it's it's really interesting because, like, apparently the guys that owned both chains kind of knew each other, and it was a rivalry. And obviously oh, Duncan cool. won out. So, yeah, there's that. But, yeah, those places are always jumping. I'm surprised they don't make more money. I'm surprised Starbucks doesn't make more money. Like, yeah, that's interesting.
1: Yeah, that is interesting. Um, I mean, I would think Starbucks would make more because they charge more, yeah. just that alone. But I guess not. I don't know. They're not
0: moving people out as fast as Dunkin'. I guess.
1: <laughs> yeah, I could see that being the thing, like quantity. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't like Dunkin' as much. Yeah. Like it's. I don't. I've tried. I'm like, eh, this isn't. For I me. used to be
0: pro Dunkin'. Over Starbucks, but they got their hooks in me over time. You know, just because I, I like the the convenience factor of of Starbucks, what they offer, as well as the coffee. You know, just the fact that I can put in my order online and yeah. not have to talk to anybody. It's kind of great.
1: Duncan does that now too, though. I will they say they
0: do, but it took them so long yeah. to catch up that you know yeah. the the customer base is already they had their hooks in Switched. on a, on the on the Starbucks side. Yeah,
1: agreed. Okay, well, that was a fascinating detour, yes. at least to yeah,
0: me. Same.
1: I realize all of you are fucking <laughs> bored, but you might not even be listening. To the two people still <laughs> listening, thank you.
0: <laughs> all right, folks, this has been fun. I hope you enjoyed the conversation as much as we did. Um, check us out on the social medias, at Lex and Matt across the board. You can also sign up. For our Patreon, patreon.com slash Lex and Matt, we have a Discord channel that I've talked about a couple of times on here. Trust me, it is so much fun. You will enjoy yourself. You're more than welcome to come join us. All you got to do, you could even hit the lowest tier of the Patreon and get in there. It's like what? $2? $2? Yeah, it's $2. $2 yeah. to get in on the good conversation and get all kind of bonuses and goodies as well. Anyway, check that out and uh yes. yeah
1: yeah check out our uh show coming up that matt has promoted a couple times on this podcast successfully now successfully
0: or unsuccessfully
1: uh, yeah okay. uh, no no successfully right. i agree um <laughs> uh, i'm trying to think there's anything else but i don't prepare.
0: No, that's it so if that's it i'm matt peters and i'm lex luce and be excellent to each other